Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the In The Saddle podcast where I'm your host Chris Loder and this week I'm joined by racing pundit Liz Batchelor. Before we get into the races we'll be previewing this weekend which will include some races at Lingfield, Ascot and Haydock. Let's see how Liz is. Uh, Liz, how are things going? Um, you keeping well? Yes, good thank you. Um, looking forward to uh, this weekend's uh, racing but um, yeah, yeah, all good here. Yeah, we've got some decent flat action at Lingfield and at Ascot, and also as well we'll be taking in the the feature jumps race, the the, the Patons Swinton handicap hurdle at Haydocks. So yeah, plenty for everyone this weekend. So let's get stuck into it then. The first race we're going to look at is at Lingfield on Saturday, and it's going to be one of the classic trials, and it's the 240 CBK Derby Trial Stakes listed race. This race has provided uh, some Derby clues in recent years. Anthony Van Dyke won it back in 2019, and I wonder if we'll see potentially uh, some Epsom clues on Saturday. Uh, Walker Stars is your current favourite. He's uh, top of the betting at 5-6, shade of odds on. Ryan Moore's the next in at 4-1. He's been having a good week at Chester. Natural World's next at 9-2, Zachariah at 7-1 and the outsider is Lionel at 17-2 for Davin Manuzier. Uh Liz, uh, obviously Godolphin here got a two-pronged attack with Walker Stars and Natural World and uh, Aino Brown's obviously got United Nations but uh, who did you like in this one? Uh, yeah, I've come away from um, both Charlie Appleby and um, Aidan O'Brien's in this actually. I've gone for Martin Mead and Zechariah. Um, and I think he was eighth the last time I looked. Um, but his last run was three weeks ago, um, which was his first time out this season at Newmarket. And he fit, and he actually finished last in a field of six, um, which which was won by Native Trail. But I think he needed the run. Uh, I, I like the look at his run before that at Newbury over one mile two, where he made all and ran on, um, ran on well, beating uh, Westover by two and a quarter lengths. Um, if you have a look at that form, Westover's gone on to, to win a Group 3 at Sandown a couple of weeks ago. Um, I don't think the ground will be a concern for him, and, and he's out of Nathaniel, so the distance shouldn't be an issue. Um, but it, I think Zechariah might speak that in yeah. that race. Yeah, I, I can see your case for Zechariah. I quite liked him as well. The stable in a little bit of better form now. They had a horse run at Chester today called Cresta. He finished second, uh, I believe, behind Star of India, who actually boosted that Craven form to somewhat of an extent. So, um, yeah, he's definitely probably the value play here and has got the form in, in the bag. And, yeah, I probably agree with you there. I, I will go for Zachariah. Walker Stars, United Nations, they could be anything. But, so, yeah, I think if we're looking for a little bit of value, 7-1 to one there, I don't think that's a, a bad price at all. So, Zachariah uh, for Liz and myself. Um, we then go to the next race, which is the Oaks Trial, the SBA, BK Oaks Trial Philly Stakes. It's a listed race. And uh, Ryan Moore and Aino Bryan have got the favourite here in the form of Emily Dickinson. Next in the betting is Belt uh, Buckle for Jonathan Thady Gosden. Rab Havlin booked at 7-2. Rogue Millennium for Tom Clover, 11-2. Mystic Wells, 13-2. And bigger are the rest. Um, Liz, Emily Dickinson. Interesting horse. I thought she won cosily enough last time at Nace. Probably I would myself just be siding with her. What about your thoughts? Yes, definitely with Emily Dickinson too. Um, I thought her last run at Nace two weeks ago was really encouraging and it was a solid run race. Um, she, I, I don't know if you said it, but she didn't, she didn't get a clear run and, and she ran green inside the last furlong. Um, I think to really improve and um, I think the race over the extra furlong for her will play out quite nicely. 
um, Aidan said after after the race that um, she would improve over a mile and a half or even further. Um, and it was either this Oaks trial or the Thousand Guineas. And he, he's obviously gone for this route with her. Um, I think it's every chance she'll progress. And I like her chances in, in this one. Yeah, I think 15 to 8 is actually quite a good price for her. I, I could see her maybe going off even maybe a shade of odds on on the day, even money maybe. Um, I think she's got the pedigree for it. Her dam was the Irish Oaks winner, uh, Chiquita, and she's from the family as well, uh, Classy Philly, uh, Magic Wands. So, yeah, for me, I think she's got got the form in the book. Uh, I think the others in behind, yes, they might be open to improvement, but they've only won uh, a first time out, and who know, knows if they're quite good enough against her kind of level, whereas she's bred to do it. And for me, I, I agree with you, Emily Dixon, and she's probably one of my stronger bets of the day. We then go to the last race at Lingfield we're going to look at. It's the SBK Chartwell Philly Stakes, the Group 3 contest. And Chikoya is your favourite for that man again. Ryan Moore, 3-1, to one, um, teamed up with Hugo Palmer. She do for Roger Varen and Jack Mitchell's next in, who's vying for favouritism. You can get 10-3 out there. Thunder Beauty for David O'Meara at 6s. Bren's Breath for 6s as well. Symphony Perfect at 6s. Pearl Glory at 8s. And Bigger are the rest. Uh, Liz, I remember we were speaking this one about this one off air. Uh, looked quite trappy. Um, who did you come down on in the end? I have come down, and it and it really was a difficult race to pick, to be honest. But I've cut, I've landed my pin on Symphony Perfect of Richard Hannans, um, with Jamie Spencer on. Um, beaten favourite last time out, uh, only last week on the all, all weather at Chelmsford. Um, he was second of 12, one and a quarter length behind Tippy Toes. But her last win came in October at Newmarket over six furlongs in a listed race where she kept on, I thought, strongly. Um, I actually liked her run over seven furlongs in the Fred Dull in the Group 3 at Newbury in April um, where she came fifth. Uh, she, was, she was just headed in the final furlong and she lost two places in the final strides. Um, she ran well, I think, for a long time from the front. Um, and I wonder if similar tactics will be played out again, whether or not it, it might be a different result. But um, yeah, I, I quite it, it's a it's a difficult one, but I've I've landed on Symphony Perfect. Yeah, I can see why you like her. She might just have to prove it going back up in trip again, but. Yeah, definitely uh, has to be respected in the market. I thought she do was probably the way I would play here for Jack Mitchell and Roger Vera. And she won uh, a listed race at Newmarket when she was last seen. Again, she might just need to um, improve stepping up in trip. She's been pretty versatile ground-wise. She doesn't mind it quick. She doesn't mind it heavy. Um, I just thought she was one of the only ones with uh, top-class format in the book. And she beat Chakoya in that race at uh, Newmarket. And I just thought that Roger Verney does well with his fillies, uh, especially as they get older. And I thought she might be the type to do well this season. So she'd be the way I play. So that she do for me. And Liz quite likes the chances of Symphony Perfect. The next race we're going to look at is now at Ascot, where we're going to go to the 220 Kerry Group Buckhand Stakes. It's a listed race. And we've got the return of Al Azi, who looked to have the world at his feet last season, but he went off the boil after his uh, second place effort in the Coronation Cup at Epsom. We then got Stow next in the betting at 3-1, to one, Third Realm at 7-2, Mandub at 10s, and bigger are the rest. Uh, this looks quite a tricky race, I thought, Liz. Um, Al Azi obviously's got that back class, but I think Stow is quite interesting. Interesting that Frankie's coming here. And he's not riding the, the John Gosden filly in the Oaks trial. So maybe they, they quite like the chances here. Third Realm as well as another horse you can give a mention to. Um, but who, who did you like in, in this race at Ascot? 
Yeah, I agree with Stowell, um, John Gosden, Frankie Dettori, um, last last seen um, at Newbury in April, where he finished third behind Max Vega and Raymond Tusk in a grade three. Uh, it was run over one mile four, so he, he drops back in both class and trip, uh, which I think might be the key. He won here at Ascot back in May last year. Brown shouldn't be an issue. Um, I think he's obviously keen to get another win out of him soon because it has been a little while, and I th- but I think this could be the ideal race for him. Yeah, I've noticed, I think, uh, John and Fady Gosden, some of their runners might have just needed the run this season, and I would expect him to strip fair, finish third at Royal Ascot. The, even the three-runner race he won, OK, it was only a three-runner race, but he beat a horse to Jim Boyles, rated 95 quite comfortably. So he's definitely uh, unexposed, and he, and he could have a lot more to offer. Uh, and Alazi, who knows what form he's going to be in. I think he'd probably want the ground to maybe be a bit softer as well, which he might not get here. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to agree with you, Liz. Sounds like we're agreeing a lot this week, but I, I do like Stow. So Stow and me, it is for Liz. We then got a little bit of a wait for our next race, and this looks an absolute minefield, but this is the way I like to go. So 405, it's a tote Victoria Cup. Um, plenty of runners, lots of big prices, should be plenty of each way terms on the day. Uh, where did your pin fall in this one, Liz? Uh, I've kind of gone in the middle, I think. I've gone for uh, Charlie Appleby's horse. He's got two in this, but I've landed on Path of Thunder. Um, he spent some time over in Maidan in the winter, uh, winning the Zabil Trophy and running in Group 2 company. Um, he's then come back home, um, and he was last seen only a couple of weeks ago at Leicester in a listed race um, where he's beaten favourite, coming second of just three. Um yeah, like I said, Charlie Appleby's got another in this race, one ruler. Um, but this horse for me ticks ticks more boxes um, for me out of the two. It'll go on the ground. He's had six, success over seven furlongs. And I think um, sticking claimer Harry Davis on for handy seven pounds will um, will do the trick. So it'll bring him down to nine, nine stone three. Yeah, Harry Davis has certainly been... Uh, an ICAST and jockey book in already this season for a £7 claim. He's been getting plenty of good opportunities, and yeah, you can definitely see the case for him there. I actually like Charlie Appleby's other runner, one ruler. For me, he's the class act in the field. I think he could have a bit of untapped potential coming back to this shorter trip. He's not raced over it since he was a juvenile. Some of his form at Maidan isn't bad as well behind Real World. I know he's got to carry the top weight, but I just thought the race could set up quite nicely for him. There's a bit of pace on his side. I kind of like horses drawn towards the stand side, Scott, even though sometimes there is no logic to it. And every now and again, you do tend to see the horses win on the far side. But for me, I just like horses up up the stand side. I just think the better ground's over there and he's drawn on that side. So that's kind of the way I was thinking. I could see the, the case for Chief of Chiefs, but I just wondered if six furlongs was his trip. He, he's definitely off a, off a good mark. He's probably the one I'm scared of most, but Charlie Fellow's team haven't been in the best of form. But yeah, he, he probably would be the horse uh, I would also as well give a, give a mention to. So yeah, uh, me and Liz again, both in agreement. Slightly differ though with the horses. We both like Charlie Appleby's horses. Liz likes Path of Thunder and I like one ruler. For all you Jumps fans out there, we're going to look at the next race. Uh, the last race we're going to preview here on the podcast, it's the 3 o'clock at Haydock. It's the Potomps Network. Swindon, Hand 
cat hurdles, a grade three contest. And West Cork is your favourite for the Skeletons at 11-2. Closely followed in by Anna Benina, uh, coming fresh air off her win at air last time out. Lateral Lads in at 15-2. Cormier at 9s. Miltwood at 10s. And bigger the rest. Um, Liz, um, plenty in, in here you can give a, a chance to uh, on their recent form. Um, but who did you like in, in this uh, race at Haydock? I have gone with one of the mares being Anna Benina. Um, she won the champion, uh, the Scottish champion hurdle at the beginning of April, and I can't, I can't quite work out why West Cork is is favourite in this. To be honest, because she beat West Cork by length, um, and she had a twelve pound difference that day in favour to her. But in this race, she'll have even more with a stone. Um, on West Cork, because Mark McDonough claims a handy five pounds. Um, if you if you watch that race back, she she switched right after the last, but she really got her head down and she won fairly comfortably, I think, in the end. And she practically flew the last two hundred yards. Um, she's won on good ground, and I think she's a really likable mare. Um, so yeah, I really like her. Um, so I think Anna Benina for this one. Yeah, I agree with you. I can see the case for her. Anna Benina, she probably would just come out on top of my shortlist. I think that £5 claim, Mark McDonough, who's been getting lots of good opportunities over the last couple of months. Um, yeah, Anna Benina, you know, she could still have more to come. I think the ground is key to her. I think this time of year as well is, yeah, I just couldn't see why um, West Cork was a, t- a tad shorter than her in the betting. And I think uh, he's got it all to do. So I'm in agreement once again with Liz Anna Bonina. The other one I would just give a quick mention to is Angolo, previously a horse that I've heard tipped up through the Supreme when he was pre- uh, when he was trained by Willie Mullins. He subsequently joined Anne Duffield. Arguably, it was his best run yet when he finished second here at March. I wonder if this has been the plan. I think he's off a good mark here of one two nine. There could still be a little bit more to come. He's a double figure price, and uh, I think the ground's key to him as well. And uh, and he probably won't mind the drop back in trip. So he would be uh, another one I would give a positive uh, mention to so that that's it then uh for for this week's podcast short and sweet um thanks again to liz for giving up her time hopefully we found some winners for you this week also as well remember to subscribe to all our podcast platforms where we're available on apple soundcloud and spotify also as well follow us on the socials where we're on twitter and instagram and that's all we've got to say so please gamble responsibly hopefully we can give you some winners this week and we'll be seeing you again soon